Hey everybody, this is Batong. I'm hanging out with um, founder and CEO of uh, Webparam, John. John, how are you, brother? You, man, how are you? I'm good, I'm all good. I'm man, all good. you looking all buff. <laughs> How'd you call, bro? Look at me, my, my jacket and my leather jacket. No, I don't get goosebumps. Oh, really? No, I'm talking <laughs> shit. <laughs> John, I read an interesting um, article the other day on the Million Garden. And the Mail and Garden uh, was one of their columnists and they were talking about just, you know, how by the year 2025 is projected that um, Africa should have around like 700 million smartphones, right? And um, the mobile connectivity aspect of it is going to be even more, uh, you know, uh, crazy. And, you know, it just, it just occurred to me that how, how the world, especially Africa, I think, has a focus in terms of our frog leap from where we were so now, I mean, when you think about it, just, you know, a couple of years ago, we had Nokia 5210s and now everybody's got a smartphone. Um, yeah, what, what are your comments? I mean, what, what, when you look at Africa, South Africa and our, our appetite for online, what do you think? Um, I think obviously there is uh, obviously a big drive towards going online. Yeah. I, I think even for, for people that were previously disadvantaged and weren't really the, the richest, I think obviously the prices of smartphones have gone down, but I think there mm. is obviously a big issue with regards to the price of connecting to the internet yeah. where I think Africa in general is fairly oligopolistic, oligopolistic. I don't know why yeah. you say that. <laughs> don't worry, um, oligopolistic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where what they call this, you only have a couple of players mm. that actually run the space and in that you don't get much competition and mm. it's rare that you actually find people actually competing to actually lower the prices and when you have a, a market that's actually run by a, a handful of players it's easier mm -hmm. for them to actually manipulate the prices of of, of certain services not not necessarily smartphones but the internet because okay. so okay. so smartphone penetration is one thing but then okay. internet penetration is another thing because now once you get that right then i think it opens africa to a whole lot of other things mm. so there isn't a point there's no so having a smartphone and not any good reliable internet makes it yeah it's, it's almost pointless 100%. but but i wouldn't say 100 percent 100 percent pointless but it is 100%. what they call this quite it's not it's not optimal 100 percent. you remember your first experience with internet how young were you what were you doing was it a game what was your first experience look <laughs> what <laughs> i don't know I can those remember. 50s had like smart, like had internet. Samsung like. 250. Yeah, I think it was WAP. We weren't browsing though. We weren't browsing. Though. I think it was WAP. Remember WAP? WAP. WAP. Yeah, WAP. I think. Gadi Gadi Polophonic ringtone. Actually, I know what my first yeah, thing it was. was. It was downloading music on thing. Do you know? Do you know? MP. No, not MP3 juice. There was something else. Napster. No. This uh, after, it was a little bit afterwards. Okay, cool. Those, those the funny ones like web something. Web something. web web. Oh, the <laughs> nah, dude. Napster was in the nineteen eighties. No, that, my first experience with the internet was uh, Donald was polyphonic. No, you remember? You remember there was like ringtone, like the Nokia. Doo -doo, yeah. And there was polyphonic, so it was like a next upgrade. It wasn't like the full three MP three, but it was like the next best thing before an MP three. Panophonic. They used to call it Panophonic Rental. So you'd have like a snort, short snippet of like a Mary J. Blige record, but in yeah. Panophonic type of thing. 
That was you could first. get that from the internet. Yeah, was it internet? I could get it from the internet. You yeah, could get no. it from the internet. <laughs> I don't remember that, but I, I do remember the E two fifties. Definitely. But I, I was like, actually was your first device. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. No, no, I I think I was using a Motorola. That was like the first one. But she's boy was joined. Motorola. Was Motorola at the time, bro. <laughs> yeah, but I, I wasn't the cheese boy because ah, I, 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 I grew up in like what they call. I went to like a really ghetto primary school, and we were like one of those kids that like would pull up with like their phones on their ears, ah, and then you're blasting it down. That was sad. And then with shiny shoes. Shiny, <laughs> bro, I wanted, I wanted um, uh, the Walkman. Remember, was it as a Sony Ericsson had the Walkman, yeah. the Walkman series, bro? Yeah. I wanted that so bad. And there was a cheese boy at our school that had that. And I was like, bro, so, and he came with the two speakers. So I think the Walkman, the W205 or 203 or something like that. But it yeah. was crazy. But uh, I mean, you know, just us reflecting now, it's just actually nostalgic how we go from, you know, literally Nokia LCD screens to where the world is right now. I mean, um, yeah, let me ask you this. So we've seen, we've noticed a lot of, you know, China sort of um, Chinese sort of companies, especially in the electronics and mobile devices. Um, talking about borrowing from what you just said about, you know, the small monopoly, do you think the entrance of China or Chinese electronic devices, were that decentralized or unmonopolized? What do you, 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 what do you take on it? Decentralized or unmonopolized, the entrance of, of China. Yeah, more Chinese electronics, like, you know, you get your new, there's this new brand called Opa, there's the techno, you know, more cheaper, affordable, you know, smartphone options. Instead of just having your mainstream Nokia, Motorola, Samsung, Apple, you know, you're more, you know, your American stuff, you know. I mean, if you have stuff like from Japan, you know, you're Chinese, what, what does that, does that bring that level of, you know, interest, I don't know, creativity or just, you know, and un, un, just it opens things up more. I don't think it does much for the consumers. Okay. Uh, I think there's obviously a lot of stuff that goes on from like a business stuff, business back, or well, in, in the business world that a lot of companies are affected. Maybe GDP might be might decrease where what they call this the the, the plates have shifted. But I think it, usually when you talk about that happening, it's usually the U.S. versus China kind China of conversation. But then U.S. has the ability to kind of flip the script and actually move to things. So you can already see this now happening with. What they call this the companies like apple and stuff moving their manufacturing to um india okay but then as far for, from a consumer point of view i don't think they'll they're gonna notice literally when these things actually hit you and you will hit africa mm -hmm. we just kind of we, we we are at the receiving end of it and all okay. we do see is just a cheaper phone mm. and no one knows about the journey behind mm. that getting there like like if you ask a lot of the people if you go into the township and ask them who is the founder of what they call this of apple they mm. likely do not know who that is mm. they just have an apple phone exactly and same thing with any of the other phones that mm. they use like moby cells and stuff like yeah. no one knows it it's just yeah. oh it's cheaper and yeah. it's got uh, a better camera than the last yeah, one man i'm good i'm good and because one would say that you know it would be it's a one would think that or, or rather i think that Uh, no, the memory card of the, the camera. Uh, the camera. Okay, cool. You just got to transfer. Oh, okay. You're, you're here. Yeah, but, but then I do it. want to speak a lot more about. I wanted you to ask that kind of speak about kind of the thoughts that I have or, or that we have around 
um, do what they call this the startup ecosystem. So do this, now. Don't wait for me to answer you. If you wanna, you can take it today, and then I'll just then okay, follow cool. you through my year. Uh, yeah, cool, if cool. you understand, yeah. Cool, cool. You can just take it then, and then I'll just then okay. uh, follow through from what you, you you're taking. Like when I start the, the, the question over... No, no, no. I think... How, how did you recommend? You said he should start from the township. Yeah. Okay. Just, sorry. Um, what's the township? What are they saying about the township? Uh, people, they don't know the name of the name of the, 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 the Mobisa. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. So, for example, with the township, people yeah. in the townships, they don't actually have any clue about who, what they call is the creator of Apple is. Mm-hmm. Or... The Mobisol, because I think that's a lot yeah. more popular. And, and if you go to like other parts in like West Africa, where yeah, Xiao Ming's big, yeah. no one knows who that is. So yeah. we, we essentially are usually at the receiving end of all the technologies that actually affect what they call this change in our markets. But then we never actually get to understand how that change comes about. We just see a cheaper phone. Mm. At the end Definitely. Of it. Definitely. Because, um, you know, affordable phones, I think, is good for companies like, you know, such as Webparam. Because more headsets, uh, handheld devices in people's hands, meaning there's more appetite for applications and therefore more business for and opportunities in terms of products and services for Webparam. Or startups, tech, Webparam and many more other technology startups, you know, in, in the sector. Yeah, I think it's, it's always good to have a lot more, what they call it, smartphones. And, but yeah, smartphones and internet connectivity because it does allow for what they call this, I think, new innovative products to actually get built. So I think looking at, uh, all right, so I've been, I'm really obsessed with like America and Silicon Valley and why it is that they Let's go into that actually, because I'm really, I'm also like, (laughs) bro, (laughs) me. Let's go into that. You come, you run up my alley, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so I'm really obsessed with the idea of why Silicon Valley is such uh, a great space and a conducive, conducive space to actually create startup ideas. And you look at the, what they call this, the American ecosystem mm. or the America, America in general, American mm. Inc, America Inc, mm. Uh, mm. that's what we call it, because America essentially runs itself as a business, mm. um, is that they've got a population of over 300 million people, mm-hmm. 350 million people, mm-hmm. what they call this, Probably ninety percent of them are all connected to the internet. 100%. The price of the internet is really cheap, really so everyone cheap, is yeah. everyone is essentially connected. Mm-hmm. For them, what we see as rich, them for them it's poor. It's poor, definitely. So, so the standards of livings livings higher is much higher than we are than we have right here in, in back home in Africa. So it's much easier to build what they call this uh, consumer product and have what they call this 10 million people use it in the first year of what 100%. they call this release because there's over what they call mm. this 250 million people mm. that are connected to the internet mm. so likeliness is that they they are going to be people that will 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 will, will stumble on your products and 10 million is if you're a shitty product yeah people really scale yeah. a lot quicker in america and you also look at the amount of money that's actually circulating in that 100%. environment 100%. where like like you know the thing that actually boggles my mind is that probably in the next few years elon musk is probably going to be worth more than south africa he's already like worth more i think market market cap last time was like ridiculous like he was 
Yeah, it was like one hundred and ninety billion. Modern South Africa. Yeah, like that. That dude. Is it modern South Africa? I'm thinking. I mean, when you convert that into like US uh, South African rands, I mean that's even more crazy. Uh, (laughs) I think our national budget is like one trillion. That's what government collects every year. Plus minus, give or take, maybe with maybe an extra billion or ten billion. But I'm talking about GDP. Okay, I hear you. But, but either way, these either numbers, way, are, these bro, numbers, these numbers are, are crazy. These bro. numbers are crazy. These numbers are very crazy. So, so, you, so you think about that being just an individual, and then you get a lot of people that are not mm. too far behind from him, and you think about the amount of millionaires that are, have been created there. Like, for example, in US alone, in 2020, 98 billionaires were actually created. Yeah. 98 yeah. billion. In China, yeah. there was 205, yeah. something like that. In, in Africa, I don't yeah. think there was even one. Let me pick your brain. What what about silicon facilitates the ideas and creation of new like you know people bring ideas to yeah. life in Silicon Valley. What is it about that place? Because that's what really strikes me. Okay, yo, that's actually a really great question. So um, I think what they call this smart people tend to want to go to places where other smart people are Definitely. found. So they would typically concentrate. In, in, a, in a certain geographical area or area. Ge- geographical mm. area and usually it's 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 usually driven by what they call the certain activities mm. that seem to be popular there so for example people would go to hollywood i think mm. that's where's that la la yeah la hollywood. because that's where that's all where the, the creativity big movies, are, yeah the yeah. big movies are getting shot yeah, the best shows and stuff like that all the artists are down there exactly yeah. And stuff like that and then people will go to new york when they want to go to like 100%. the financial sector so people and, and typically it always spans from the history so it's where it all originates what they call this is usually where it mm. all usually ends like for example what they call this silicon valley being the first place where they built i don't know what was it not combustion engines was um yeah but was first, yeah. first something yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> um so well, silicon valley has a very rich history yeah yeah so so it's 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 one of those places where what they call this there's a lot that's going on there but then again yeah. there's still so much work that's actually being put into what they call this ensuring that this ecosystem stays that way because mm. people understand the value of it of that and that entire region or that entire yeah, yeah no, so for example you see schools like harvard and stanford and stuff yeah. like that and in fact all the universities they're 100%. really promoting the entrepreneurship culture 100%. but then whilst you get here in south africa where you 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 get uh entrepreneurship meetup at like vits every one one in it's it's not it's not it's not it's not a lot that's what it's i'm, I'm going to yeah. say we, we we could honestly do a lot more to kind of promote the culture yeah and and, and the culture is, the, is a big thing and i think that's also kind of why i think africa has also failed is we've failed not to create what to call this um wealth economically and then then you can argue that it could be from what they call this uh structural point of view it's mm-hmm. like oh yeah if we reduce corruption and we do this for businesses it's, it's really I, I i think that's those stuff's important right okay but then if you had to create a culture of grit resilience and hustle and like real entrepreneurship people will overcome whatever barriers we have right now to doing that 100 percent. so 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 sorry sorry um so if if and, and i want to say this again if we create a culture that actually appropriates and makes entrepreneurship cool and makes it like so so I'm, and, I'll, and i'll give an example with like the forex people so what to call this um yeah you you get 
You, so, so you see, yeah, but that's that's a hey, I'm a forex. Yeah. yeah, there's too much. There's too those many urban the, legends. <laughs> there's too many urban legends around those guys. Exactly. <laughs> but then, how many people do you know that are for and forex now? A lot, bro. Exactly. Or they even claim to be. Some of them are not. They just it's just a good hashtag or good thing to. Because they've made it cool. It's, yeah. it's now it's, yeah. it's now become a popular, a popular culture, culture to be 100%. a forex trader. Hundred percent. And the same thing even with Bitcoin. So it's, mm. it's, it's, it's and, I'm, and I don't know if I'm moving away from what I was saying. It's like what they call this. So obviously there's a concentration of talent, but then there's also a culture element where what they call this entrepreneurship and startups is really cool. And they've 100%. promoted that and more and more kids want to do that. And 100%. so you can look, see the same cultural element happening in South Africa with tenders and stuff like that so if you're a black kid coming out from the township and you've got even one person family member that's connected to government you'd think that your best chance to actually succeed is to go into tender because that's what's cool or now it's also the forex thing where if you are a kid in the township you want to invest whatever money you can just to what they call this spend it on getting what they call this or on putting it into forex and stuff like that because people have been in your face about it and they've created this whole culture and they've and and the thing is, they've also once once you create the culture of oh forex is it, the other things about it also becomes another factor. So now it's the lifestyle that people are also course, trying to sell course, as well. Of course, of course. And, and I think it's more about the lifestyle now than anything else. Yeah, yeah. I don't think these dudes are really look. Not to take away from you know a lot of the, our our people that are going to be listening to the podcast, international people. So I understand. Look, I'm not dissing you guys. I'm just saying you know there's there's a weird trend going on in South Africa. But just to borrow from what you were saying about Silicon Valley, so. We're gonna have a lot of you know people listening from all around the world. So geographically, we're in uh, Bramfontein in Johannesburg. Um, Prof Zeblon, he just uh, got uh, inaugurated as the new vice chancellor, and he's got this vision, right, of creating sort of like Fort a Vitz, yeah, uh, creating um, sort of like an MIT Silicon Valley hub type of thing in and around Bramfontein. I mean Bramfontein. Um, what, what do you think about that? I mean, do you think? That's that's uh, just to borrow from what you're saying about innovation and that culture of create creating. Um, a lot of people, um, it, a lot a lot of people in South Africa are saying Cape Town is the A place. Yeah, and you know this is Joburg, Cape Town in terms of tech. W- w- where are you with that? To be honest, I don't know much about Cape Town. I haven't really spent time. I know there's something called Silicon Valley. Yeah, Cape, Silicon, Silicon Cape. Cape yeah, and then there's something called Long Road or something. Yeah, something, yeah, yeah some, Stellenbosch somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. First of all, I think, do, we, do we need... Do Okay, I think we, 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 we would agree. We need some sort of Johannesburg, Silicon, whatever. Yeah. So 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 it. I think I think it's it's a it's a really great idea. I've never heard of this of this Chancellor of Wits, but yeah. it's it's a really smart idea because if you look at, for example, um, what Bramfontein, there's probably over twenty universities and college including in colleges around, yeah. in and around what called this thing. So you've got a a, a large pool of young talent, young talent and stuff like that, and we've got all of these big companies. But it's just. So, so, so you can you can kind of leverage that as long as you kind of create and, and, and create things that mm. actually expose people. So, for mm. example, the types of content. So, you want to have what they call it at least like I really I'm I'm a really strong believer in like what they call this video content like YouTube and stuff like because that's how I got got introduced to entrepreneurship. It's just seeing other people from across the world yeah. what they call this building these really cool companies I and I'm like YouTube, okay yeah I, 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 yeah, I, I they YouTube could everything do. <laughs> <laughs> I YouTube everything exactly. literally <laughs> exactly so, so, so I think the first stage will be to kind of create content where we actually show entrepreneurs 
that are mm-hmm. successful mm-hmm. so you can give people role models mm-hmm. to look at especially if they and the, the, obviously the most what they call this optimal or the the, the most relative one is, is, is people that would look like mm-hmm. the people that exist in the space so and it's important to, yeah it's important to have somebody to succeed in a specific sector that looks like you. exactly and has a similar story Background, to you because 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 it's easy to see a white person succeed and say oh no but he's white he mm-hmm. had he, 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 he was born in silver spoon mm-hmm. and it's like you it already shuts down your mind to any idea that you could also make it because you already think that your starting block is different from theirs. 100%. So if shout you, out to all white brothers and sisters, we love y'all. We just you know putting the facts <laughs> out there. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, no, not, it's it's not their fault, but yeah. it's, uh, I'm just saying it's like it's 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 now it's it's a thing of all right. So for example, going back to like the forex thing, mm-hmm. the reason a lot of black kids in the township want to do forex because they see a lot of black, black kids from the yeah. township. You see one of their own succeeding in it, you know, on Instagram, on yeah, definitely. You got yeah. a very strong point. But yeah, I think I think so so I think the content part is actually a really, really big what they call this thing to actually drive the culture. Hundred percent. And then obviously you'd want to have a lot more frequent meetups for entrepreneurship 100%. and stuff like that. I know 100%. like uh, like Simolochong, what they call this thing run by versus has a, a, a lot of what they call this what they call sunship not well they don't even have a lot i don't think it's nearly as much as they as should we, be have. To i know be they've 100%. got this free startup workshop and they, yes. they, they they make people pay like 200 rand yeah. and stuff like that but like i think for our average young kid they, they're not going to what they call this join it and they don't, they don't there's, there's no actual way for mm. them to actually get access to that information and mm. they kind of limit the amount of people mm. so i think creating more stuff like that where dude if you go to them um, to the silicon valley i've never been there but i know that it's just so much going on when, when are we going huh when are we going uh, probably like next year <laughs> <laughs> I, I, not I'm, probably we're going next year yeah no, <laughs> no, for, sure. for sure um Webram has positioned itself as, as, a, as a as a leading you know tech startup within you know research and development especially in terms of tech and you know software development um the talent pool um how do you how do you get your talent pool what are your what are when you look at the south african technology landscape how how mature are we compared to the rest of africa we are really yeah i think let's, let's talk about africa within yeah. our within within the region within the continent yeah so so compared to Af- the other african countries we are we are like probably you know, 10 20 years ahead of everyone else or for ahead of most countries like Nigeria? Do you think Nigeria? I hear a lot of Nigeria. Nigeria is quite strong, right? Yeah. But I think I think I go. I will always navigate to culture because I'm a really big believer in culture. Okay, cool. So I think the culture that we've created in South Africa is that you need to go to university before you mm. actually kind of qualify as an engineer. Yes. Whilst well, in America, it's a lot different where you can get a kid that's even in high school and yeah. knows how to build yeah. a fully functioning yeah. application. Yeah. I remember it was the sh- most shocking thing. Actually speaking to this one kid is like I think third year or something like that, mm, mm. BSc yeah. or doing what computer science. Yeah. And the guy doesn't even know how to build a website. And it's like <laughs> it's like it was like so shocking to me. And typically what yeah. happens to these guys, right, is that they would go to a company after graduating yeah. and they would be part of this what's called this graduate program. Graduate program and yeah. stuff like that. And they never actually they and, and for that for those few months and stuff like that they they they, they literally just stuffing out it's basically an internship yeah 
it, it, in fact, it is an it internship. Is an internship. They, yeah, yeah. they call it internships and stuff yeah. like that. Some companies call it internships. Yeah. But they, but 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 then again, if the person actually had to take some time to actually put in effort to actually understand the technologies, because mm. for example, you'd be going to university and you'd be learning stuff like um, Delphi or yeah. I don't know. I've never heard of a company like <laughs> Delphi. Um, and like I don't know. Well, C shops, C shop still in 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 swag, but it's 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 not it's. It's still it's still big, but then the stuff that you learn is at the most basic end mm-hmm. of it, and it's and it's very general. And I think until we start actually taking the the step in actually trying to educate ourselves 100%. outside of these institutions, 100%. we will never really get to a point where we have really really talented developers. So 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 for example, like 100%. we get a lot of like so when we put out what they call this job posts and stuff like mm. that. We do recruitment. We get a lot of what they call university students and university professors yeah. trying to apply. Are you serious? I'm talking. I'm, t- I'm serious. Are university you serious, professors, bro? Wow. and all of them cannot make it because they have. Yeah. They don't. They'll. They'll say, "Oh yeah, I've got ten years what they call professoring degree." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Professor, yeah. I don't know. That <laughs> They've been professoring yeah. for ten Professor years. For ten years. <laughs> yeah. No, before we went online. Uh, before we went online, you you, you know. You're very passionate about, you know, skills development, you know, before you went online, yeah. you were talking about, you know, the whole schools, you know, do you, do you see that as, 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 as really where I'm trying to change that, that, that zygus, that, that your guys just immerse yourself into, into this thing as young as possible. You can actually just from, you know, online, there's a lot of digital, you know, academies, online academies and digital assets that you could really self teach yourself this thing. Is that what you're really trying to? Yeah, trying to trying to promote. I would I would hope that that's the culture that we actually start to adopt because mm-hmm. once you do that, okay. So 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 for example, I have a philosophy. I feel like people should go to school part time and work full time. Oh, I like that. Repeat that again. People should go to school part time and work full time. Okay, okay, now. Because 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 if you if you if you because because when you what you call is graduate, okay. you go to a company and they'll tell you that they need what goes five years worth of experience. And where do you get five years? Where worth do you of get experience? what you're in school? Just graduated <laughs> and stuff like that. Well, that's, I said that's and, a and, scam. And, exactly. <laughs> and, and people are, are under this illusion that what they call this when you go to what they call apply for a job at a company, they care what your grades are. No, they don't. What I've, they really I've, care. I've actually, I've actually noticed that <laughs> they, nobody cares. No one cares. So nobody flips your academic. So you can even like, oh, you, you can get the bare minimum yeah. of what it takes to actually get yeah. into to, to actually finish university and get a job. But then what actually gets your foot into the job? Is the actual work you've been doing around prior. that? Yeah, prior, prior, prior. to that yeah. and stuff like that. That's why people start off as like interns and stuff like that. So our labor market is not competitive because of the culture that we've created for ourselves. Where the only way you actually can actually become a useful citizen or a useful employee is if you go to university, which is not true because now you have to kind of go through that whole cycle and everyone's just checking boxes. It's like and and, and it's a very sad cycle and it's mm. and. And you you can already see like you, you people argue that America is doing it, but you can already see that there's also a big rapid shift even in the American space for them to actually move and introduce more online learning mm. with the advent of things like Udemy, Udacity, Udemy, Udacity. and stuff like that. There's a new institution uh, online called Debian South Africa. Uh, they they're doing some really interesting stuff. Uh, I think they recently just partnered up with the University of South Africa. But I, I see that 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 push, you know, I see it happening a little bit here. But we definitely need more of that. Yeah, yeah, we definitely. In fact, 
people should stop like like if you can't I think fools must fall is dumb like somebody's gonna hey, have bro, me but I don't you, you're gonna get shot after this because uh, uh, you know the thing is you say fees must fall but then when you say fields must fall, dude, you don't understand the fact that that stuff needs to pay, yeah. be paid by someone. Yeah, somebody, yeah. Somebody and and if you really, if yeah. you really in it for the education and not just the vibes, mm-hmm. there's so many other places you could go to. Unisa yeah. is like what a thousand rand. You yeah, can get no, a degree for a thousand rand a month. Why are you going to Why what they call it a place yeah. where they're gonna charge you? I think 5K? it's that you know that that old school Ivy League, you know, University of UP, Vets, Stellenbosch, UCT. We're still like. To what you're saying, we still caught up in that old Ivy League institutionalized, hey, you gotta be from, I can't go to Udemy, I need to go to the University of Vets or I need to go to UCT. I mean, who knows Udemy? You know, I think we're still trapped, just to borrow what you said, we're still really trapped in that, in that, in that, in that old cycle. Yeah, because it, it's, it's human psychology. It's like, okay, because what these, these schools tend to produce the best people, mm. then they surely must what they call this, this so, so so because historically these schools uct and vets mm. and currently now recently uj and stuff like that yeah. usually produce the best what they call these candidates in the workspace yes, it's yes, obviously man. an easy bias to say that okay whenever i see a vets person then i assume that it's yeah. that they good that's social but proofing. yeah yeah exactly mm. social proofing but then again what they call this all of that falls away when you have experience. Of course. When you have what they call some sort of some track sort record. Some sort of track record, 100%. So, so instead of kids going to university and spending mm. their parents' money and taking this huge debt 100%. to actually go to university, why don't you do part-time, why don't you do a UNISA and actually go and work yeah. at the companies that you want to work at like and actually them, learn the stuff because you, you become a lot valuable. And, and I've spoken to everyone, not everyone I've spoken to, whether it's in tech or in any other, even in farming and stuff like that. Without fail, almost all of them say that the degree that they took in university didn't help them at all to prepare them for the work that they're working at. At all. John, you're really passionate about this. You really, I've I've, I've had chats with you, deep chats. I want to know, bro, why technology? Like, this is John, you know, matric, you know, you're thinking about your life. Why technology? How did you get into the space? What do you want to? What What are you trying to achieve? Like, why you could have done anything, bro? You could have, bro. By the look, you could have played rugby. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously, you such a rugby body, bro. You could have played rugby. You could You could have done a lot of stuff. Why technology? Oh. What about technology allows you to 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 be you or gives you? Yeah. What about technology? It's, I think it's because of the prospects that. I can build something that can impact and improve millions of lives. Okay. So my whole thinking has been like in the millions. Like, obviously, you obviously get that at the beginning. You know, people people typically usually just lie and say, "Oh yeah, it's not about the money and stuff like that." When I started, it was all about the money. It's like I, I wanted to be rich. Yeah. But then somewhere along that, I'm like, okay, fuck. This is actually pretty cool it's like yeah. i can build something like you're that, just enjoying that, immersing that, yourself that, into what you do yeah, yeah exactly yeah. that lots of people can use and it can genuinely improve their lives wow and yeah that that prospect excites me a lot but then again i also do see technology as kind of the savior for most nations 
because if you 100%. can get that, I like that. I like the way you just coined it, the savior of most nations. I like that. Yeah, because you really do. Because because think if you if you kind of consider the fact if we actually even really think about it, everything's going to be technology based. Hundred percent. So 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 farming companies will be a everything, technology farming everything, company. Everything. Everything. I mean, even or, I know law firms that are actually the legal tech firms. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Like, yeah, it's just one of those things. Yeah, yeah so technology is going to yeah. exist in everything. Yeah. So even the most basic things. So we can argue that, oh, yeah, maybe we should actually start focusing on a lot of the natural resources mm. that we have and try and have that on lock and leave the technology stuff to, like, America and China and stuff like that. But mm. then, again, what they call this, that puts us at a disadvantage because now we can't really maximize on our efficiency if we're mm. going to be outsourcing all of what they call this the our, our development of any new stuff 100%. and we will, we will be less efficient in a sense so i i do think technology is 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 is, is, is the biggest driver mm. of what you call this growth nice. and yeah i i just love the idea of being in in it and building stuff and that's obviously like the really cringe thing but it's 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 also it's, yeah it's not cringe but i i think i also I don't know I like this is like the unrealistic I don't know crazy side of me but I do want to change the world somehow and I really do believe that I can look I mean just to to put empirical evidence of what you just said during the pandemic right a lot of sectors were were like really crushed right Mm. and the only sector that literally grew was technology Mm. so even in a world catastrophic event such as the pandemic technology is the one flag that is still you know that is still all the way up that is still flying its colors and 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 what other what other medium is best to change the world i mean yeah. and 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 so many people have done man look at look at mark shelter with ubuntu you know the open source i mean you know a lot of people use ubuntu as as a, as a medium to do a lot of things you know what i mean so um, What's Ubuntu? Uh, Linux, Linux, oh. Ubuntu. You know, uh, uh, you know, Mark Shelton with his baby. Um, but what I'm trying to say is that it's it's the it's the easy, not easiest. Uh, even though I know you say you know, it's you know things are complicated, mm. but they easy. <laughs> yeah. <nah. laughs> okay. So guys, that's just a conversation we had earlier. <laughs> so yeah. these are inside jokes. But um, it's it's the most practical way within your control, within your means to do something that can potentially change the world. Yeah. Um, wow, this, 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 this conversation is, is fire. Um, I just want to know, you know, digressing a bit, but also within, what, what do you think about, you know, Dogecoin, you know, cryptocurrency? Is it, is it, is it, is it, is it, is it, is it a bubble? Is it, is it falling? Is there a future? What do you think? Just on top of your head, there's sure. no right or wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm not, trying I'm, to get your feelings on yeah, this. Yeah, I'm not a crypto expert, but I, I do have, uh, and we might be wrong, we might be right. And then it's, to be honest, there's, there's a lot of people making really good arguments about crypto and stuff like that. Yeah. And I do probably need to do a little bit more more research, but then the way I'm looking at it for, at this stage, it's probably going, it's going to be, it's going to have the same almost the same impact as the as the internet or the same kind of trajectory as the internet did where it's going it's it's and, and i had i think i read some other articles stats that crypto, what bitcoin is growing at 230 yeah. percent a year it's crazy that that's that's yeah that's that's scary that's scary. that's scary growth um i think it's going to be one of those things that 
what they call this, you're just going to hit yourself in the head and say, yo, I should have invested, I should have invested. So you, 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 got, you, got, you, got, you, you, you have money, you, you're putting your money into some of this? Because, you know, you got you to gotta put your money with yeah, your money. Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. I, think, I do think it's, a, it's something that you should hold. Okay. Hold on to. Because yeah. I, I don't think it's actually reached its peak. Its peak. So I mean, you, it's, uh, it's initial stages. I yeah, think what, it's just what's like, it at just, now? 60? The Bitcoin? Yeah. It's like, isn't it 700 and something thousand? 700 rands. Rands. Yeah, 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 yeah. dollars. No, 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 no. So, so I, I do think that crypto, well, well, Bitcoin is probably going to get to at least 100,000 US dollars. Yeah, that's crazy. Because, because, because there's still so much skeptics, mm. but then all, all the skeptics actually falling. Are falling slowly yeah, one by one off. Not even one 100%. by one in droves. <laughs> <laughs> they're falling in droves. I, 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 they, they're falling in droves. And, yeah. and, and remember the, the, the growth of crypto is just based off public perception. Mm. And all, not public perception necessarily, but or completely, but also public investment. So mm. it's more people that invest in it. The and more, becomes, a lot of people use it as technology and not, to, for other development. Yeah. And now there's such a big formula, like even I'm getting into it. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> so, so, and, and, there's a, and I know I'm not the only one. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah. yeah, I think it's yeah. it's 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 going yeah. to be something that's Look, really good. I'm looking forward to that. The reason why I'm asking you, I saw um, uh, uh, Elon's NSL, uh, episode, yeah, SNL episode. <laughs> it was crazy, and and he's like the poster boy for this day. Yeah. And and look, I'm excited about the future. Elon Musk um, is just yeah. No, he's on another level, and the fact that he's from Pretoria, bruh. Yeah, he's like one of our own, dog. Like, <laughs> and even calling that at this. But like, I want, but I want him to represent more, man. Like, I want him to like coin a lacquer, you know, South African. To, hey, how's put- it, G? <laughs> you know something? How's it, bro? How's it, bro? You know something? <laughs> Just to show that, okay, you're from the motherland, bro. Like, oh, that'd be dope, that'd be dope, bro. Think See, about it, dog. Elon Musk in a Tesla, listening to my piano, <laughs> and he comes out in his drink, the punching cat. <laughs> Look, man, I want you to finish the sentence for me. My strength is my brains. My future is with me. Oh, <laughs> that's powerful, man. This is this is such a this is such a this is such a dope discussion. I'm glad we had this. Yeah. Um. Thank you for everybody tuning in. Um. Yeah. We're just gonna keep pouring these podcasts on wire, guys. Like we said, we're gonna just keep talking about a lot of interesting stuff. Be it technology, of course, it's gonna be technology, but just you know, culture, you know, everything around technology, even more. And we're just gonna have a lot of fun. We will have more. Um. You know, different guests. Um. Shout out to John. This is John's idea, by the way. <laughs> I know I'm the one talking about it. I'll take it, I'll take it. Yeah, thank you for everybody tuning in, guys. Uh, yeah, just hit the, check out the email, check out the website, www.webparam.com. Uh, Are we going to have a YouTube channel for this? Um, Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely going to have a YouTube channel. Um, is there anything you want to say? Um, we're probably going to edit this part out, so yeah. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> Bitches ain't shit. So <laughs> <and tricks. laughs> you can pause the dog. You can stop it, dog. <laughs> I like it to say that. Bitches ain't shit. You waiting for that? <laughs> uh, oh, I, I don't know that. why that was the, like, the, the thing I, I chose to say. <laughs>